everybody. We are so excited to have the first in our series of interviews where we're talking with animators that are presenting films, short films and feature at this year's Sundance Film Festival. And today we have director animator Joe Kappa with us. And thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. Thanks for having me, Rachel. Yeah. So what we like to do when we start out is to hear a little bit about how you ended up becoming an animator and creating this film. What was your inspiration for for starting down this career path? I started filmmaking like when I was seven, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh, it had always been a passion. And then went to film school uh, at the University of Oklahoma through their arts program. So it was pretty small. Um, got into advertising as a career and then decided to move to Denver from Oklahoma about eight years ago, where I just kind of wanted to do my own thing. So I had done like some motion graphic stuff for some commercials, uh, never any character animation or anything like that. But over the past eight years, I just started dabbling more and more with it. And uh-huh. um, Ghost Dogs was really like my way of learning character animation. So I bought the book, what is it? Animator Survival Kit uh, by Richard Williams and just kind of went from there. So, I mean, the first frame of Ghost Dogs is me just like trying to figure out how to animate. Um, And I found it very rewarding. I thought I would be like, you know, just pulling my eyes out by the end of the process. I mean, it took two years, but like now I'm just ready to work on the next thing. And of course, Sundance definitely gave me uh gave me some wind in my sails that's great uh so you grew up loving animation watching animation uh animated films uh actually not too much i the thing with me is like i kind of come from like a filmmaker perspective just like wanting to make live action stuff but Uh because i'm kind of introverted and don't really want to go out of my way to like team up with a bunch of people to make an idea come to life. Animating was my way of being able to execute an idea uh, by myself uh, right. with a small team with ghost dogs. But yeah, I mean, just toying around before working on that short, it was just a fun way to like execute a joke. Uh, and I didn't have to hire anybody and wait for good weather and get lights and all that. It was just a really easy way to, uh, animate by myself. Uh huh. So, do you have experience in art, and in, in uh, or were you kind of working on it on as yeah. as you went? Yeah. So, as a kid, I mean, <clears throat> along with making videos, I love drawing, and it. I'm just kind of surprised it took me this long to realize, like, hey, I could kind of combine the <laughs> the two. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, like the characters for Ghost Dogs comes from like watercolor paintings I did from 10 years ago for uh, some art show that I made. And the paintings are really bad. But the idea of like dogs with human arms and legs was just a funny idea to me. And it only Uh occurred to me just recently, like, hey, I could bring these guys to life. So I've always enjoyed art um, and definitely went, you know, to an art school per se in Oklahoma. Uh But... um, I didn't really get back into making art until I moved out to Denver, which was about eight years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how did you end up uh, getting accepted into Sundance? What was that process like? 
Um, we finished uh, the film around uh, June, I think, and we were just trying to hit some deadlines with festivals and submitted to a few. Um, we premiered at Fantastic Fest, which was really cool. It's a big horror uh-huh. festival. Yeah. And my producer was the one who got the call because he's the one who had been submitting it to all the festivals. And so Sundance called him up and, you know, told him the good news. And then he called me immediately after. And I was just, you know, you just, I don't know. You just, you, you hear it a bunch, but it's like, I don't know. Sundance, it was a pretty big deal. And I yeah. couldn't believe it. So I was just like, you know, is this some sort of scam? Did somebody like figure this, <laughs> figure to call us from like a, a film freeway or something like that, but yeah. not to be real. So it was really nice to get a personal phone call for sure. And yeah. Sundance has been, they've been holding our hands through the entire process. I mean, it's like three emails a day, like starting from the announcement in mid-November and we couldn't announce until mid-December. Uh-huh. So all that time, I mean, they've just been talking and we've been talking and getting all the information correct. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a great process, but truly outstanding that we got into Sundance. I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's so exciting. I just wish that you were able to be here in in uh, Utah, like nor- a normal year. I know. See it on the screen, but hopefully you'll still get some of that festival experience uh, there. I know they're trying really hard to yeah. involve chat rooms and, you know, in, in panels and different things like that. Exactly. And I think I was just on a zoom call with like a lot of the directors today. And I think they're sending out like Oculus virtual reality headsets to all the directors. So oh. that they can experience this virtual uh, chat that's going to be happening like, right after the film is uh, premiering. So that's really cool. Well, that's good. I know they've really tried their best to, you know, to make this a satisfactory and fun experience for everybody. So I'm excited for it. And that, that must've been just, yeah, you must've just about died. Yeah. And it's, not, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I could talk at length of just like how amazing this is. I mean, I think uh-huh. any animator who got into Sundance, would tell you like they really needed this. <laughs> they sure. really needed this to happen. Sure. Um, twenty twenty was crazy, but again, um, it's it's a good year for animation. So, yeah, because that's one the one uh, type of movie making you can do from home. Right, it's a good career choice for right now. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Um, so for Ghost Dogs, why don't you tell us a little bit about it and how you got the idea for it? Yeah. Um, so the story goes, I made those uh, watercolor paintings uh, for this art show. And I always thought it was funny, these dog characters with human legs and arms. And I had just been drawing them every once in a while, uh, you know, for years. And then when I realized I could animate and I bought myself a Wacom tablet, so it kind of changed things. Before that, I was doing stop motion animation with construction paper. Uh-huh. So with the Wacom tablet, I could do something, you know, that could be something like Disney where, you know, it's frame by frame cell animation. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to bring these ghost dog characters to life and made a sample. And I thought it was kind of funny looking them just crawling around. And I wanted to make a short and my producer, we randomly like ran into each other in Boulder, Colorado, like truly randomly. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, I, I know you're animating. I would love to like help in any way. 
So then I started to really take it seriously and started storyboarding and really didn't know what the story was going to be. I knew that they were haunted dogs. They were (laughs) ghosts. And ever since I can remember, I've had recurring dreams where I'm stuck in a haunted house. Uh, It's like a labyrinth. And I was just like, I'm just going to go with that and put the ghost dogs in this situation. And then, I mean, when you really start thinking about the horror genre, the biggest trope in like every horror movie is when the person's pet can see something that they can't and the the dog is barking, you know, and they're like, what the heck? That's creepy. And that's usually like where it ends with the dog, with the dog character in the, in the movie. But I was like, I mean, that'd be like a really cool idea if it was a puppy that could see deceased pets of, of a family's. And so that's kind of where it went from there. And storyboarding was just going shot to shot being just asking myself, like, what would be, what would happen next? What would be an interesting way to tell the story and uh-huh. kind of how the first draft was written. Um, and then obviously there's like tons of revisions, but that's kind of how the whole story came to be. Yeah. Wow. So the artistic style of the piece was that, is that just kind of how you had done the original paintings or did you have a, a, a anything in particular that inspired you to, to create the animation the way you did? Right. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to give it a watercolor effect. I wanted it to feel a little aged. I wanted the film to be something that I would have seen uh, like late night on MTV during their like liquid television segments. I mean, that's that's always been a big inspiration of mine. It, it, it It's interesting you say that because I, when I was watching it, I thought it, it felt a little Bill Plimpton-ish mm. and he did those. Yeah. I get that a lot. Um, I'd say like Mike Judge is definitely like a huge inspiration for me too. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Just the sensibility of timing and comedy, I think is like hilarious. I mean, I think he just nails it so well. Um, but yeah, as far as like the visual look, yeah, liquid television was a, a big inspiration. And so that's kind of what we leaned into. So like the first pass of animating a lot of these scenes, I just like, I didn't know much about like the artistry of working with a Wacom tablet. So it's like I wasn't thinking about brushes or anything like that. And so I was like animating it. And I was like, man, this just looks too clean. So kind of going back in, putting in mats to make the, the lines, the outlines look a little patchier. And it, it was a really long process that I could have saved myself so much time if I just really thought about, you know, what the style was going to look like as an end product. But at the time I didn't know. So um, I'm happy with how it turned out. It, I think it feels aged. And yeah. our background artist that we hired, like he he makes everything on paper, which is crazy these these days. But yeah, we were really happy with working with him because I mean it really was like ink to paper, uh, and then we would just kind of go in and color it and give it that watercolor look. So yeah, yeah, that's where this. Well, I love that. I mean, I love that we are still animating using the old school methods. You can still get that. Like, again, like I was doing stop motion animation, a lot of cameras looking down onto a table with construction paper and Uh moving stuff that way. And I just love the look because, again, it has that liquid television look. And 
working with Wacom, I'm still trying to figure out like how to give it that texture and quality because I feel like a lot of my identity is lost when it goes digital. So still a struggle. Great. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's an exciting journey that you went on. Uh, I wanted to know about the music. How did you come up with and who did you work with for the music? Yeah. Yeah. Music was everything for this movie. Um, I, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a cinematographer. That's where I come from. Uh, and I made, I shot a couple movies with my friend, Mickey Reese, who has kind of blown up in the indie film scene. Uh-huh. And he works with a guy in Oklahoma city. And I'm like, you know, I'm from Oklahoma city. Mickey's from Oklahoma city. And he works with this guy, Nick Poss. And, and Nick's a cool dude. Uh, I loved the music that he made for Mickey's movies. And so I hit him up and it was just nice knowing what he had done and knowing that I wanted very similar music to what he had already been making. And uh, yeah, like originally I thought ghost dogs was going to be like, very sporadic with music. Like I really just wanted rain sounds and like little dogs pitter pattering on carpet was kind of like the vibe I wanted, but I realized it needed a lot more music. So the score he gave me, the initial score, uh, didn't, it just, uh, it was, again, I'm not really good at like working with other people. Um, he, he gave me a, a score and I was like, Oh man, this is like, ugh, it's not what I want. So I was like really dreading, you know, confrontation and telling him. So I, you know, I just like dreaded this email being like, trying to give him all this like critique positively as best as I could. And he like took it, ran with it, came back within like a few weeks with another score and he just like nailed it. And it was amazing. And anyway, yeah, rambling, but basically he gave me a score um, that had music in the places I needed it. But then I ended up needing a lot more music. So I just asked him to give me like all the sounds, like any sort of like weird timpani noise. And then I was able to kind of like uh, arrange stuff as well to, as like filler throughout the whole movie too, which really helped. Yeah, it definitely gave it some nice atmosphere. And uh, so I think that paid off. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, I, The Shining was definitely something that I told him I really enjoyed. And I think he did a really good job just delivering on the dissonance and the dread in a lot of like comedic situations. Cause I, I knew the Roomba character. I wanted the whole idea of a dog being scared of the Roomba. Yeah. That was funny. Was like really not a real threat, but I wanted it to feel like it was very scary for this dog. So I think, I think he just did an amazing job with the music to just really add that dread. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, well, uh, so what would you say to somebody that is interested in creating an animated short is interested in starting down that path of hopefully maybe being at Sundance someday, what would you be your advice for them? Yeah, I was asked this question with another interview. Um, I don't really have a good answer other than, uh, just watch Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill and just make those shows because I want to see more of those shows. So uh-huh. that would be my advice to anybody who's animating. Just watch a lot of animation. Just watch the animation that I like so I could watch it later and <laughs> get famous. Very good. Okay. Well, very good. This will be great. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. And we're excited to see uh, the whole spot animation spotlight at Sundance. It's going to be great. 
And uh, congratulations on uh, your successful short film. That's great. Thanks so much, Rachel. Yeah. Uh, do you have social media you'd like to share? Anything like that? Uh, yeah, I've got an Instagram, Joe Kappa. Um, the Ghost Dogs movie website is ghostdogs.net. Uh, I have my website, joecappa.com. And great. We'll, we'll put all that in the uh, in the interview, so that'll be great. And thanks so much for, for coming and talking with us. Okay, cool. Well, best of okay. luck with all the other interviews. Thank you.